Welcome to Fueling Kentucky, the KPMA podcast. I'm your host, Brian Clark, and in the KPMA studio today, we have Richard Johnson of Johnson Legal Network. Welcome, Richard. Hi, Brian. Thank you. Glad to have you with us. Uh, actually, the KPMA studio is Richard's office today, uh, where we're recording this podcast. But Richard is the longtime member of the KPMA and uh, legal counsel for the Kentucky Petrol- Petroleum Marketers Association, and also author of uh, KPMA, The First 90 Years, Reflecting Our Heritage, Refining Our Future, which is the 90th anniversary coffee table book that we uh, produced back in uh, 2016. So um, we are very pleased to have you with us today for today's podcast. Thank you, Brian. Um, So tell us a little bit about this uh, book and your background uh, with KPMA, and then let's talk a little bit about kind of what some of the significance is of uh, what you found in writing this and how it how it has some impact on modern day issues. Sure. Uh, since the time I started practicing law in 1991-92 time frame, I've been involved with KPMA in various capacities. I've represented a number of its members over the years. Um, since 2005, I've been counsel to KPMA and also a board member of KPMA. And as we approached our 90th anniversary as an association back in 2016, Brian, uh, you graciously asked me if I would be interested in in compiling a history of KPMA and uh, authoring a book. So I, I, uh, during uh, the summer of 2016, I undertook that and uh, was very interested to find that uh, KPMA had done a fantastic job of maintaining archives, and in fact, we had uh, at the KPMA offices every issue of the newsletter, The Marketer, that was ever produced going back to 1926. Right, so, and in these big, thick-bound yes. leather leather uh, 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 books, it, I guess. Yes. And it's, it, it was a lot of fun to look through those and to see the, the history and the things that were going back in the early part of the last century. It was. And it was interesting, uh, you mentioned the, the bound books that brought to mind something as I was looking back over uh, the 90th anniversary book, that it was originally, the, the newsletter was originally uh, published on blue cardstock. Mm-hmm. But during World War II, uh, there was a shortage. It was needed for the war effort. And so at that point, KPMA started publishing on white cardstock. And, of course, in more recent years, the last, uh, well, at least uh, the last 15, 20 years, I think, uh, we've been publishing The Marketer in a, a color magazine format. Mm-hmm. So in the early years of the KPMA, when they were publishing that newsletter, they just started collecting them over time, then binding them in these these bound volumes. And in going back and looking at that, I mean, obviously on our 90th anniversary, it was a big milestone for the association. And I think when reflecting on that that time, we really started to see that a lot of the things in our 90-plus year history, uh, not that, the, not that the, they've necessarily come back around again, but uh, the the sticking power of our industry, the staying power, if you will, um, has really been uh, significant through a lot of world events. Yes, and the state and state events too. Yes, well, it, we have seen legislatively and regu- regulatorily over the last several years. There have been a lot of issues that uh, have uh, arisen that that I discovered uh, several years ago in compiling the book uh, that have been recurrent throughout our history as an association. But more importantly, today, uh, Brian and I had discussed uh, in 
conversations, phone conversations, that uh, in the days of COVID-19 and social dis- distancing and all the changes that that has wrought, it might be interesting to look back through the book and uh, essentially pull out some similarities that uh, that the association has been through in prior years uh, along. Right, yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. So right now we're, of course, in a unprecedented time for our, our state, for our country, for the world. And um, as we all pause in this moment to really look at at the the critical roles uh, of what we need each day to live and drive and 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 you know truly survive in our in our world, um, you really see our industry come to the fore. And uh, but that's happened before too in some respects, right? Right, it has, and that's a great point. And I think it has been underscored during this crisis that, of course, gas stations and convenience stores all through this have been deemed essential businesses and have remained open. And we have seen a lot of instances today, of course, you have social media. Uh, so there's a lot of publicity through social media and also through traditional media outlets of how important gas stations and convenience stores are to entire communities and to the, the state of Kentucky as a whole. So talk a little bit about what you found early on in the early history of the KPMA. Sure. Uh, Since 1926, KPMA members have supplied fuel to operate farms and factories, have delivered energy to heat homes, provided assistance in emergencies, and helped power the transportation industry. Uh, KPMA members provide energy to every area of our state. And of course, as most of us know uh, and are more familiar with in our day-to-day lives, uh, KPMA uh, members include retail outlets uh, that sell gas and also convenience store items. And given the rural nature of parts of our state, in many instances, those convenience stores are vital sources of food and other essential items to, to the general public. Right. I think we've seen industry publications talking about that, that many people are going to convenience stores now even as much, if not more, than grocery stores uh, because they're close, they're convenient, they're open and they want to get in, get what they need quickly, and get home. That's right. Uh, KPMA's marketer and convenience store members own or supply more than 3,000 retail fueling facilities, including sea stores, service stations, truck stops, car locks, and marinas in the state of Kentucky. And just on a personal note, it's been interesting to observe uh, and gratifying also to see that many of our members have received a lot of recognition for taking extra precautions such as wiping down uh, pump handles and and point-of-sale equipment uh, and keeping their stores clean uh, and going uh, beyond the traditional means of of keeping keeping things sanitary and and also making it safe for customers to come inside the store and purchase their items. Right, through social distancing, through putting uh, markers on the floor, uh, a lot of many of them put sneeze shields at the uh, at the counter. Right, and they've really been going above and beyond. Yes, yes, wearing masks as well. That's mm-hmm. another another means. Absolutely. So early in its history, um, our association uh, was formed to to help petroleum marketers connect and network and deal with common issues. But even early in its history, we've we've had some run-ins with natural issues um, and that's, that have even postponed some of our events. That's right. Uh, it was interesting 
to to look back uh, historically and, and find that uh, that well, one early instance uh, nine years into the association, or I guess I should say eleven years into the existence of the association, the 1937 flood which struck uh, Louisville. My my mother um, used to talk about that a lot, her memories as a child, so I, I had always, having grown up in Louisville, over the years I'd heard a lot about the 1937 flood. Um, as some may remember, uh, they called it the Great Flood of the Ohio River. It also impacted Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Um, and KPMA members really rose to the occasion. Uh, I, the marketer reported, quote, every oil man in Kentucky who experienced loss in the flood is filled with great determination to let no difficulty be too great for him to conquer, and that this industry, as well as Kentucky in general, will, will emerge from this disaster better and stronger from ever, uh, stronger than ever. Every oil man responded with all of his energy, resourcefulness, and the ability to the emergency needs of the association. The, Cape, the marketer uh, went on to report that one of the most gratifying facts to oil men in the Louisville vicinity is that no plant or gasoline fires were experienced and that no need for petroleum products of any kind was unsatisfied, regardless of the difficulties encountered in supplying those needs. Because of that very flood, KPMA was forced to cancel its 11th annual meeting in convention, uh, which was scheduled in that year, 1937, for February. As of late January, there were four feet of water in the lower lobby of the Brown Hotel, which, as the book discusses, uh, was the uh, first office of, of KPMA in the Brown Hotel. Uh, the Ohio River back then had reached its crest of 40 feet above normal pool stage. Louisville's, Louisville's municipal electric plant was underwater and out of commission, as was most of downtown. But amid all that devastation, KPMA and its members were instrumental in supplying fuel to government, emergency, and rescue services and customers in need, providing another example of how KPMA members are woven into the fabric and the critical infrastructure of the Commonwealth. So early on in its history, I mean, at least from the standpoint of our industry here in our state, we've, we've always been part of um, being responsive. Yes. And, uh, and not surprisingly, we had to postpone an event at that time uh, due to that one. But uh, obviously this year, uh, Impact, which was scheduled to be in uh, in Indianapolis in March, we've post- postponed it, rescheduled it for late July. Uh, for the, And that's the Midwest Petroleum and Convenience Store trade show. Um, so we're still planning to hold that at the end of July. And then, of course, we're actually going back to the Brown Hotel in September uh, for our fall meeting, which is one of our uh, our favorite destinations to to convene the members, but um, and and so just for the listeners, Richard is also reading from uh, some from the book that he wrote. So uh, what's kind of fun here is to look back through and see some of the photos, the history, and to, to reflect on um, the fact that, that you know we've had a long heritage in our in our industry and we've weathered a lot of things and I, we hear people talk about this too will pass and it will uh, marketers as all essential workers and uh, all the folks in our state have stepped up to to counter this covid uh, emergency and uh, and and we will get through this that's a great point, Brian. It is interesting. It, it provides a lot of perspective, or at least it did for me, to go back through the book and and uh, read instances of, of things, of, of hardships that I'm sure at the time seemed very long and arduous. But uh, looking back, uh, it's just an event, and it's something that the association has been able to uh, help 
the Commonwealth of Kentucky pull through. It's interesting also you mentioned uh, canceled events. The In addition to the 1937 convention, the only other recorded instances of canceled events or events that KPMA had to cancel were 1943, 44, and 1945 during World War II. Uh, KPMA, to aid the war effort and to aid conservation, held what it called conventions by mail. So back then... Really? We, yes. Back then we didn't have Zoom uh, right, or, right. or conference calling. So KPMA... Uh, held uh, conventions by mail, as it called them, and, and circulated publications, uh, and I believe received inf- input from members and, and circulated that. So that was probably a, a I'm guessing that was a period that uh, took several weeks. So they had their own virtual meetings yes. back in the 40s. Yes, as they did it by mail. As they could. Yes, that is amazing. Yes, that is really really interesting. Well, obviously it shows we put our priorities in place as an industry, and right. I mean that of course. I mean I've heard many people. People say that this pandemic, there's the only other thing that we can think of from a world, you know, a nationwide global event. Uh, world War II is probably the closest thing by comparison uh, with with just how life is completely interrupted and every aspect is affected. Right, right, and and you're correct. I mean, it, it this has it has impacted every segment and area every uh, area of society and it's uh, an instance that is also parallel to World War II because we we came together as a nation to def- defeat a common enemy and that's essentially uh, what we're what we're facing right now as well absolutely well and and I guess just looking back uh, from a historical perspective what what are some of the standout things that that you found uh, in your research during that era of the, of, the war, of World War II in the World War II era, uh, in 1941, the marketer was reporting on supply shortages caused by uh, the U.S. placing 50 oil tankers in the supply service of the British. And the impact of that program was to cut the supply of petroleum products to the Atlantic seaboard by about 17%. East Coast conservation of supply had already started in the nation's capital, where authorities had launched a drive to cut gasoline consumption by 20% through voluntary cooperation, slower speeds, and equipment adjustments. So from uh, the essentially the uh, first year that uh, the United States became involved in the war, uh, we were already uh, marshalling our efforts and joining together to uh, engage in energy conservation to assist the war effort. And then when you think of that from an energy standpoint and conservation, I mean, the other big, the other big, uh, I guess, national event we think about is the energy crisis in the 70s. Yes, exactly. That's uh, in, in going back through the book and, and researching. It was interesting. I found a lot of uh, good information about um, how the uh, our industry rose to the occasion to um, address uh address the oil crisis and the shortages uh, that uh, uh, were essentially part of everyday life for several years. Um, I remember growing up that, uh, you know, the uh, growing up in Louisville, again, there were uh, days where you could only buy fuel if you had, you know, even number license plate uh, or last digit being an even number alternated with odd number license plates and measures such as that. Um, but I noticed in the, the marketer, particularly in January 1977, uh, there's a, a nice recitation of the significance of our industry. And it said, we can talk with pride about what has happened in the past few days 
if ever an industry observed a commendation from the citizens of our state, it's the oil industry. As an example, one supplying company brought in 58 extra men and 18 additional transport trucks from other states to use in transporting fuel to Kentucky from cities in which fuel is available. The company is operating transports on a 24-hour around-the-clock basis in an effort to alleviate present supply problems. None of the additional costs, such as overtime, hotels, meals, and additional equipment, were passed on to the customer. Jobbers and distributors are also working around the clock, driving on hazardous roads, making home deliveries by headlights and flashlights to keep their customers warm. That's a reference, of course, to heating oil. Mm -hmm. Um, Living on coffee and little sleep to get the job done. And the marketer goes on to say, as a result of our efforts, we have done a remarkable and an amazing job of supplying essential needs to the best of our ability. We have done everything humanly possible to supply our customers with their energy needs. So that's another example of, of a time of crisis in which KPMA members stepped up and uh, we KPMA and its members are essentially you know, the, the backbone of, of our commonwealth. Everyone depends on energy and everyone uh, needs food. And those are critical uh, goods that KPMA members supply the commonwealth on an everyday basis from Pikeville to Paducah everywhere in between well and i think you know again in it's it's in times of crisis that that affords an opportunity for people to be to step up to show their their commitment to their community to their state um i think our members uh, are certainly doing everything they can uh to provide that that service but also i think too it it helps remind us the importance of um the person on the front line the person who's working at the store, who's del- who's driving the truck, who's uh, delivering those goods, who the the shopkeeper, the retail small business that's providing those essential services for for folks to continue, and so, you know, as we have been trying to highlight in some of our uh, previous podcasts, uh, we really want to you know give a shout out to all those in the industry who are doing just a yeoman's job to keep uh, to keep keep us moving. And uh, and we I think we can take some some real pride in the in the fact that uh, the the country is continuing to move forward. And as we uh, as we start to reopen the economy in the near future, um, uh, that we we're proud to be a part of that. Agreed. Would it be appropriate to to read some salient quotes of some of our members? I think so. Absolutely. That was something that came out of your research I thought was really good. And as someone who just has been on the periphery of the industry, not in the industry myself per se, but I've I've always enjoyed working with this industry. I've said on many occasions, I mean, I've met some of the finest people that I have known in professional life in this industry. But um, I think that uh, nothing can do justice to the uh, the actual significance more so than uh, than repeating some actual quotes from some of our members. So um, I'll start with Steve Harper. He says, "We perform a service. We make our economy run. What industry or individual doesn't use our product? It has to be brought brought to market somehow. The the oil companies used to do a good bit of what we do now, but they decided they couldn't do it efficiently. That's why we exist." We are at the local level, and we know our communities. When they need our product, we figure out a way to get it to them. That's a great quote. 
Of course, Steve Harper, longtime member, recently retired uh, in northern Kentucky, but uh, a past chairman of the KPMA as well. Right, right. Uh, another good one from Jack Newcomb, and this kind of relates back to some of the things that we've been talking about with natural disasters and other uh, unusual events. Uh, Jack said, we recognize that the consumer, as well as the government entities, depend on us to be open and available to the public when there are disasters or related issues. We go to a lot of effort to put employees up in hotel rooms and provide transportation to make sure that we can keep those stores open to continue to provide that service to the community. And, of course, I think he's talking to, like, in ice storms or when there's other natural disasters event, they want to keep their stores staffed. Yes. And so, uh, and you know, again, that's a great reflection of our industry. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that stands out in your mind from, as you look back over the history, um, both the history book that you worked on and, and the things that you see as, as parallels to what, where we are today uh, with, with this pandemic? Well, just uh, to, to summarize, I mean, I think in, in reviewing all the materials for the book, the prevailing theme that just made its way throughout was that our industry is the the infrastructure and the backbone of the Commonwealth. Just to borrow another quick quote, uh, this one from Jeff Likens, next to farmers, there's no other group that keeps this country moving and growing more than petroleum marketers. And I, I think, uh, you know, it's perhaps uh, as it's human nature to uh, take for granted the everyday benefits uh, that are available to us when everything is going well. But in times of crises, as we have uh, seen a number of times over the years, uh, it's, it becomes even more important uh, to recognize how fortunate we are to have you know, some of the basics that we you know, might take for granted in everyday life. And KPMA members provide those essential items and services to this Commonwealth, uh, again, every corner of the Commonwealth, uh, to keep everyone moving at, at, from the most basic level uh, to you know, emergency services, government, um, and, and uh, private business as well. And we all know that even though we're kind of paused right now, we will be moving a lot more again and soon. Yes. So we're all looking and, forward to that. And we absolutely are, and our members will be ready. So. Richard, thank you so much for taking the time. Great insights. Appreciate all the work that you do for the KPMA. And uh, for both to you and our listeners, stay well, stay healthy. Pleasure to have you with us today. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. You've been listening to Fuel in Kentucky, the KPMA podcast. Tune in next time. We'll have another great update for you. Have a great day.